Welcome, everyone, to Music Junkies, a podcast about people sharing extraordinary stories about how music has impacted their lives. Welcome, everyone, to Music Junkies. I'm your host, Annette Smith, and our guest today is Santos, host of 88 Mile Per Hour podcast, which absolutely love, love the podcast. Hilarious. I love your guys' banter. Like, you guys were born to, like, do a podcast together for sure. You feed really nice off of each other. And then your Brother Bear's podcast as well. Amazing. I love the concept. Um, You know, and I was excited to reach out to you on Twitter just because I have been listening to your stuff. And I thought, you know what? This guy is phenomenal (laughs) to have on the show. And I never know. Like, I assume people like music. But you never know. You never know if they're open to it. But I... I just loved it. And I was like, if I can get Santos on here. I'm going to be super excited. <laughs> We've been listening to your, your playlist the last couple of days as well, just for, I can kind of get into your head a little while. A little oh, right bit. on. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. That's so cool. <laughs> That's kind of scary when a girl says she's going to get into your head a little bit. You're like, whoa. It's like, know. all right, you know, you <laughs> dive in, go ahead. <laughs> Let's get open the nitty gritty, as they say. <laughs> so what was your experience putting your playlist together for me today? I mean, it was, I, I, I hopped into my DeLorean and traveled back in time to like revisiting all these memories of going down. Cause like there's some that live in my head rent free, like constantly. Uh, Cause there's more music. There are more songs in this playlist that I do frequent as a, in my Spotify playlist, but there are other songs I haven't listened to in a while. So when I listened to, I was like, it transported me back to that moment. So it, it but it was fun. It, uh, I got to say your, your podcast, like there's so many podcasts that are like, um, brothers bear and 88, where we do movies, uh, talk about films, so on and so forth. But your podcast is so unique. And the moment, like you contact me and I started listening to you. I thought the concept was amazing. So for those of you, I mean, if you're listening, obviously you're a fan, but anybody who's jumping in because you're listening because of me, this is an amazing, like, do yourself a favor and and follow, listen, Music Junkies, because I love the concept. It is so great. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah. it. And I, I don't know how you started your podcast, but for me, it was like very organic, right? It was kind of during the COVID times. I was looking for something creative to do. I yeah. love music. And, you know, I was looking for somebody else to do it with me. Oh, really? Yeah, I was looking for that. And I thought, hey, my best friend that I've known for, you know, 35 years, that would be great. We've known each other for so long. We know a lot of shit about each other. It'd be hilarious banter back and forth. You know, too busy. I was just getting a lot of too busies. And then me and my husband just kind of sitting there one day having a glass of wine and we were going through a playlist. And I'm like, this would be really because we're like, remember this song? Remember this song? <laughs> I'm like, I should do a podcast about this. He's like, let's go do it right now. So I did like literally had no equipment, right? I'm like veering off to a computer like this, looking for questions yeah. to ask. I had no idea. <laughs> and then yeah. I was like, I absolutely loved it. So thank you. I appreciate that. Was your show started organically as well? Or was it like really planned? Um, well, cause it's, they, they coincide with each other. We're like with brothers bear podcast that started because my, my, me and my brother, we would constantly talk about stuff we would hear 
on podcasts where it would be like, you know, we like, hey, did you listen to Todd Glass or Kevin Smith? And we really loved just the talk. Also, too, there is this show. Uh, it was a talk radio show called the Frosty, Heidi and Frank show. So I really love just the, the, the banter, the talk where his friends talking. I'm so close with my little brother that it was like I've always wanted to like I'm like, that'd be cool. We could do a podcast. He ended up doing one with his friends. And because that guy was a tech wizard, I asked him like, hey, how do you figure this stuff out? Because it was this was 2012. So this was early on. And yeah. he showed me how. So then I told my little brother, like, basically what we talk about on a daily basis, let's do this for a show. We talk about the stuff we love, um, you know, well, nostalgia, but also current geek news that's in and so on and so forth. And then the whole thing is like, we brought on one of my friends uh, at the time. He was like, hey, you should be like that third wheel where it's like when we're talking, he just jumps in every night and laughs in which he became a third host where I love 80s and especially 80s music. Uh, this The synth pop and everything, not not like, you know, freaking, I don't know, uh, Hall of Notes, like not, not that 80s, but, uh, you know, like Soft Sal, whatnot, Depeche. And so every now and again, it'd be a joke where we pop up I'd get made fun of like, oh, look at the 80s guy. Get out of here. You know, so it would just be that running gag. But I, I really wanted to focus on 80s. And it wasn't until we were going to have some guests come on Brothers Bear podcast where just like you and I, how we were talking before I came on, I was doing that with the co-hosts of that show. And one of them I really connected with because they were all about 80s and they love the 80s and so on. So at that point, it was like a joke said hey we should host an 80s podcast and i was like yeah we should do that and then that's where 88 miles per hour podcast where for years it became strictly 80s only the 80s nothing you know we if, if there's a tv show if it was based in like donnie darko based in the 80s we could talk about that but anything else no no wayne's world or whatever power rangers no 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 that's that's out of the question but as time went on when we changed it up where we started doing you know we have a delorean you could put the time circuits anywhere and travel. So it was just one of those where it all became as in our love of podcasting. Then it became my love of eighties where it led to from a joke into an actual podcast. And yeah, and this is where, where we're at now. There has been a gap between both shows where we took time off. So it's not like I've been recording since 2012 and 2014. That's when 88 started. So it's not like, damn, like you're barely like, what, what are you doing with your life? No, no, no. We did take a break, but we kind of started back in 2020 is when 88 restarted. And then with Brothers Bear, it was at the 2021. So we've been, I've been doing those shows again, frequently weekly since then. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. I'm excited to promote your show, let all our listeners know as well, and then just continue to build a relationship with you. So we're going to start with your first song. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I have my little list just so I can remember what's what. <laughs> Bon Jovi, Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. <laughs> yeah, Blades of Glory, Mr. Bon Jovi. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. That is like, I, I mean, do I do I just go into it? I'm not, I, yeah, I don't know I how you love, want me. I would love to know the story behind that for sure. So the reason why, because I wanted to do a chronological, chronological order of all these songs. So from the youngest to uh, my oldest. So these are all, like, when it came to music, this is honestly the first thing I've ever purchased with my own money of music. So this is, we went, 
we were spending the weekend at my cousin's house and somewhere at this record store in East LA, we all went. So we're all going to buy some music and everything. And I was like, oh, you know, I heard this song because it just sounded amazing MTV. And it, it was just barely just got released and I bought it. Right. And it was for the Young Guns 2 soundtrack. And I was like so excited. I was like, yeah. So on the journey home, when my mom picked us up, finally, she's like, okay, we're going to go home. We're driving home. My brother plays what he, what, I don't remember what he bought, but he played. My mom liked it. Oh, you know, this is nice. Like almost, you know, and all that. And then when it came to my turn, I'm okay, Santos, you know, let's see what you buy. And I'm like, oh, it's a banjo, you know, I put it in and they, she starts playing it. And no lie, my mommy, esto que? Yeah. Like she was mad. Like I was like, what the fuck? And then my brother's like, yeah, it sounds ugly. I don't like it. And my mom's like, this is nah, this is not good music. This is the El Diablo rock and roll. Nah, nah, nah. All mad, just scolding me for buying something. And I, I was remember sitting in the back of the truck all sad, like just crying because <laughs> like my brother, he could do no wrong. He's like the favorite of the family, right? So he's the older one. It, pray get praises for his music but with me nah and then it just pissed me off because the movie that song became a massive hit we saw the movie in the theaters everything and no lie after the fact my mom is like i really like that song my brother yeah it's such a good song meaning when it was playing and i'm just like as a kid i, I can't speak up because i'll get slapped by my mom but i'm thinking in my head like what the what the fuck is the same song I bought? And you guys said it was garbage. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it just pissed me off that it's like, dude, like, what the hell? Like, and it just, and that's why anytime I hear this song, it always takes me back that my mom and my brother were like, get the fuck out of here. What is this? Nah, like, I was like, and then they're all like, oh, it's a good song. Nah, that's nice. Look at fucking win a Grammy. Like, get out of here. Fuck, dude. <laughs> You can start playing that song when you go over and visit. Just start. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and a side story, my cousin, because uh, it was first my uncle who took us. And as we're driving home, my cousin bought it just brand new ice ice baby. So he no puts way. it in, he puts it in. And this is no lie. I don't know what happened, but he puts in the cassette tape, opens it, sealed everything, puts it in. It starts playing the chickmunks. I want a hula hoop. Yeah. And then on there, it said vanilla ice, ice ice baby, everything. And we just start laughing and which we drove back and we told them they gave them a brand new copy. And I was just like, what the fuck? So, yeah, aside from this moment, it also reminds me that somehow he bought a bootleg copy of ice ice baby <laughs> and it came with the chickmunks. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like growing, growing up in your household? Um, I mean, it was, it was like a, fun crazy experience because it's like my brother is two years apart so it was almost like my best friend especially growing up in east la so it was like you know my only friend at the time like you know brothers became friends so we were really close uh my mom uh she she was always she was the one that would be taking care of us most because my dad was in radio he was in spanish radio so he would be gone most weekends so a lot of weekends was just my mom and me and my brother. And she would take us out. And we would visit family. Like growing up, we were so close with family, cousins. So that's why, like, she dropped us off for the weekend with my cousins. We got to spend time with my cousins, go buy some CDs or not CDs. What the? <laughs> I mean, cassette tapes, you know? And yeah, but it's just like as we got older, it changed because my brother, sports star, all into sports, in which one of my stories relates to that. And me, I was, I, I wasn't really a fan. I was the AV guy. So, 
my little brother came along and I started watching him a lot and we became latchkey kids. So I, I, I almost felt like I raised my little brother. It's why we got that close connection where my brother, older one was always gone because the sports and, you yeah. know, going, going out to the army and disappearing. So it was just me and my little brother. So it's kind of my, my household, you know, <laughs> yeah. so three, three or two brothers. Yeah. Two brothers, one younger, one older. Yeah. So biggest fight you guys ever got into the biggest fight. Uh, well, I, okay. For my older brother, going back to what I just said, he would always come and visit from the military and then he would disappear. He would just like come for the day and we're like, Oh, we're all excited. And then he, he just disappear, go visit other family. You know, <laughs> especially, I mean, he's in the army. He wants to get laid, you know? Go, yeah. Okay. I, I get it now, but yeah. still we fucking, we're family. Like, you know, <laughs> you for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> like spend some time with us. Cause you no know, lie. We were supposed to go to comic con before comic con blew up. Like, the way it was after Twilight, it, it's just been impossible to go to Comic Con. But this was 2000, I believe it was like 2001, maybe. We were yeah. going to go to Comic Con. And then my brother ended up like pushing it because I get a call at work and I'm like calling my brother, like, hey, what time are we going to leave tomorrow to San Diego? And he's like, oh, I don't know because mom's in the hospital. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. And then I'm thinking he's just like, yeah, we can't go because mom, you know, she's sick or yeah. whatever. He's like, no, nah, because I was supposed to go hang out with this girl today, but I'm just going to go tomorrow instead. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then I tell my little brother, I'm like, hey, like, man, like he's, he's not going to take us. And we were so excited because fucking um what's his name jonan vasquez the creator of invader zim he was gonna be there and we were so excited to meet him and go to you know spend time with the brothers and at that point like we were so mad like that that was probably the biggest thing ever because we've yeah. never really fought uh my little brother i guess i'll i'll say one like it was uh <laughs> we had uh these girls on our show on our podcast and one of them thought my little brother was was attractive, but she was young, like whatever. We just thought it was funny. So I mentioned that during the show, like I'm like, oh, hey, she thinks she she like she she likes you. She thinks it's it's you know, and I thought it'd be funny. And my brother's like, oh, well, I have a girlfriend. But I'm like, that, that wasn't what I was. I'm not trying to hook you up. I'm just saying, isn't it funny that this 17 year old, you know, has like a little celebrity crush on you? Yeah. And then after that, he got all mad because his girlfriend at the time. Uh, she's no longer um got all pissed off. Then he got mad at me. And I remember my ex-wife like telling me, oh, he's coming over. And I come down the stairs and he's sitting there all mad. And I'm like, dude, I wasn't, it was, it was a joke. Like, I wasn't trying to hurt you or break you. Like, what the what do you think it was? Like, relax, like calm down. You know, I apologize. I'm like, oh, like, what do you think I was trying to do? You think I was trying to set you up? Like, come on, you know, and everything fixed afterward. I've been now. He looks at it, he's like. I don't know why the fuck I got all mad for, but hey, it was just a stupid thing. But like, we rarely that. ever fought, you know? Yeah. So it's one of those where like, we, we didn't grow up as those brothers who hated each other, punching okay. each other. Nah, my mom taught us to always respect each other. So we always did. And we weren't where those were like, I have a bag of chips. Like, no, it's mine. Don't touch. My mom was always like, if you're going to buy one, you got to make sure you buy an extra one for your brothers. And I'm like, okay. You know, so it was always that we always, we, we grew up that way. That's good. I love that. All right, next song. It's been a long time since you left me. I didn't mean to. Oh, one more try. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. It took me years to find this song 
because you know it, it, the YouTubes and all of that back when it exists. So for years, I always tried to figure out what, and I finally discovered this song, and it was one of those that like. I remember it being kind of one of those first heartbreak songs because this song took me back to a moment. I okay, look, when I was from like preschool, no lie, I'm not, I'm not trying to be like, oh, Mr. Bighead, all sexy, like, <laughs> nah, 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 all right, because my my wife makes fun of me about it too. But when I was from preschool all the way to seventh grade, like, I was a ladies man. Now, what I mean by that was girls had massive crushes on me. I wasn't all dating all these girls, but girls always were into me. And um, like my first girlfriend was in preschool. Like I actually had a girlfriend like who I, I kissed my first girl in preschool. Wow. Like it's just weird. But I all girls were always attracted to me. Eighth grade, I got fat and fucking people were like, <laughs> I get out of here. But um, <laughs> before that, like I was I was a good looking kid. So girls were always interested. My friends would be like, hey, it's such and such. She really likes you. I'm like, oh, really? Like even in fifth grade, one of my cousins who had no idea she was my cousin, second cousin, had a huge crush on me until I showed up at a party, my family. And they're like, why is he here? He's like, that's your cousin. They're like, what? <laughs> so it's like, you know, and, and, th and this, this song takes me back to like this weird ass relationship where I was in third grade and there was these two girls in fifth grade who were into me and we started a relationship with us three. So I was in a relationship with these two girls for I, I like maybe a month or so. And at one point they, they wanted me to decide I had to pick one. It's like, no, we can't do the three anymore. I have to pick one. And I remember being at school, standing there trying to figure out like, well, what, what am I going to pick? Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it could be, uh, a catch 22 like it's a test i don't know so there i am and i you know i i can't remember her name but i remember picking the one that's standing on the right and the other one on the left got all sad and i got all sad and this song was playing at the time like it, it in on the rotation when you on mtv and the radio yeah so i remember hearing this song and it made me all sad like i got all sad like and i'm like come on give me one more try you know <laughs> and, and then the other one ended up dumping me anyways so I just got all sad and this became my like my breakup song for the two girls <laughs> that I was with for like about a month. <laughs> and I thought it was cool because like, these girls are older. They're with the third grader. Like what? You know, <laughs> it was kind of weird, though, if you think about it, because there was a sixth grader at one point that I was with. And I was in third grade. Like, no, I was in second grade. Wow. Yeah. Right. That's freaking weird. Like, would you allow that? <laughs> I wouldn't if I had a daughter who was in sixth grade <laughs> wanting to mess around with the second grader. <laughs> but. I don't know. This was La Puente right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> what were you like growing up in high school, middle school? What kind of guy were you? In Obviously. high school? Yeah. No, nah, in high school, I was an AV nerd. I was very like, you know, the darks, like wearing the sword, like all my black and everything. I was goth because it's like, I'm telling you, eighth grade, I got fat. Like I gained weight. I didn't get all fat, like huge, like, but <laughs> I did get as in, you know, the way society sees us as fat. Um, so at that point I got very self-conscious and I, I just went back cause I used to be so outgoing, outspoken, just being funny and stuff. And by that point, I, I just kind of relaxed. So by, by eighth, by high school, it was just kind of like my grade. I was a loner cause I didn't really like anybody in my grade, like all my friends. Cause my best friend who lived down the street was a grade below me. So freshman year, he was in eighth grade. And all my friends I made were his friends and they were a grade below me. So it wasn't until sophomore year that they showed up that I got to hang out with them. But freshman year 
was pretty much a lonely year. Like, no lie, I spent all lunch, every every day lunch for the whole freshman year in this one room watching the whole Star Wars trilogy. No. So, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, it's just like, I didn't really date any. I mean, I was with one who I was obsessed with, but it was it was just like a a dark, lonely time. I, I at home, I would constantly be rarely sleeping, watching movies and drawing. So it was a aside from sophomore year where my friends came about. That was a yeah. fun, exciting year. But mo- most most of the exciting stuff happened after I graduated high school. So high school was just a just hanging out with friends, but. You know, it was it wasn't as exciting, I guess. Yeah. Did you have a favorite band in high school? Oh hell yeah, Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Kind <laughs> I of love like the pumpkins. Pictures exactly the way you were, right? Kind of black, emo, alone. Yeah, the bald hair now, right? <laughs> Smashing pumpkins would be perfect for you for sure. Yeah, like I was huge in the pumpkins, you know, at the time, Mr. Marilyn Manson. Not anymore. Fuck that guy. But back when, you know, uh, yeah. I was into Manson. So, yeah, but I, I love I love the pumpkins. It, it was my thing, you know, so and and it's like us, even though feeling alone, I, I, I was cool with everybody. So I was I was like Ferris Bueller in the sense where like every type of like genre of like click knew who I was. So in class, they would talk to me because they they seen me throughout the year so they're like you know i even the cholos would be like hey dog you know you like the marilyn manson huh the the dark music hey huh that's cool hey i like it too huh and i'd be like yeah man they would ask me questions thinking like i'm a devil worshiper or some shit i don't know <laughs> like i'm like all right hey. you know and I, i'd be cool with them i talk back like yeah you know that's yeah, good i like it you know he's like oh that dog the beautiful people oh that's a banger hey i like fucking that's bad hey and i'll be like all right cool you know or the the sports guys it'd be like hey when you gonna go play football again i'm like i don't like fucking football and but yeah you know it was it was like i said i was lonely because i didn't they weren't my type of people to hang out with most of them i just wanted to hang out with my friends because i knew them close and they were they loved the same music i did yeah for sure all right next song the best intros for sure right more than hell yeah more human than human though except when you're like when you're young so it's kind of weird because it has like that moaning part yeah. of the girl so when that's his wife i'm assuming that would be oh really i'm i don't know she's I... in all the fucked up movies that he does yeah i'm, I'm assuming he's <laughs> like honey come over here and pretend you're having an orgasm yeah. <laughs> right i'm, I'm like, like oh, i don't know yeah. Let's do it. I just know, like you know, when you're a kid and you're, if you want to try to listen, you gotta like put the volume down, make sure <laughs> your parents don't down at that part. What are you listening to up there? Like, oh, my dad would be like, yes, okay, huh? <laughs> he would fucking break the, you know, like, you know, fucking. I'll be like, I right, forget it. All right, I can't listen to that. <laughs> my dad didn't like any of this. The dark music is a Diablo. Like you get mad. My mom was more open minded, but my dad would get mad. But with this song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the two times I've ever borrowed anything from friends at school, I, I ended up fucking up their shit where this this one, this song, it takes me back to I one of my friends. I'm like, I didn't have this album. So I'm like, hey, let me borrow the CD, please. Yeah. And she's like, no, I don't want to, you know, 
no, I don't want you to break mess it up. I'm well, I'm not gonna fucking break. I mean, look, I have a bunch of CDs too. Like, I'll take care of it. She's like, All right, fine. So she lets me borrow it. I'm walking home with my CD player in hand. I'm like listening fucking to the song. You're more human though. I'm like, oh happy. And then out of nowhere, across the street, I see these two cholos. And I'm like, fuck. And then they I was like, I already knew it. I'm like, God damn it. And they start crossing the street, like, hey, hey, dog, hey, come here. Hey. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, yeah, what, what's up, man? He's like, hey, I like your CD player. I'm like, let me let me check it out, man. I want to I want to hear, you know, because I want to buy one. And then the other guy's just quiet, all just tall and shit, like quiet. And he's like, he's like, what? Nah, he's like, yeah, man, nah, I'm not going to fucking take it, dog. I'm like, let me see it. Let me see it. I just want to listen to it. Like, like, see what it sounds like, because I'm thinking of buying one, you know, and and I'm like, I was like, fuck. And then mm-hmm. out of nowhere, I start trying to walk away and he steps in front of me. And the other guy's right behind me. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, let me see it. I'm not going to fucking take it. He's like, but he's getting more aggressive. And I'm like, fuck, I'm like, and I'm just trying to hear why zombie have a good time and shit. Get home, relax. And then that's when I'm like, ah, fine. I hand it to him. All he does is unplug the earphones and walks out. He's like, thanks, fucker. And he starts walking away with this guy. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm just like standing there and then I'm watching him walk away. And then he, I could see him open the CD case has the CD that's not mine and just <laughs> and just fling it into the air and it flies away and I'm like there's a CD I was like oh well there goes my I'm like and I'm thinking like shit she she I told her I promised her I I'll take care of the CD and then I had the next day to try to explain what happened and all my friends in P like they're like all there they're like what a fucking liar. Get out of here. And I'm like, I'm serious. Like, I'm not trying to rob you. They robbed me. Like, but I, I knew it. I'm like, either I get stabbed or beat up by fucking cholos over a, a CD player or give it up. So I just gave it up. But I, I learned from that point. I'm like, I ain't going to fucking walk around carrying shit in my hand. Because that was my, it didn't fit in my pocket, the pants that I had. So I just had the CD player holding in my hand, the disc man. It wouldn't yeah. skip. It was a really good one. But Fucking so anytime I hear this song, I think of the fucking two cholos that are like, hey, Rob Zombie, give it to me, you know. (laughs) So I heard this rumor that you're afraid of zombies. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I was. I mean, they're still they're still scary. But in fifth grade, I watched a movie, uh, Return to the Living Dead Part Two, because I was like, hey, there's kids in this movie. I'll watch it. Yeah, I stayed home from school. The worst mistake of my life, because no lie. From fifth grade to sophomore year, every day, I I did not, I couldn't sleep. I was so scared because I thought zombies were going to come. So I was obsessed with zombies I because I was like being eaten alive. Like, and, and anywhere I went, I always looked for my escape plan for a zombie invasion, like wherever I went. But my little brother, that's why we got close to because I would go wake him up. And I tell my, like, come on, let's go, let's go in the living room and watch a movie. So, and he would like stay awake with me, but then he fall asleep because he's a little kid, just so I could feel safe because it's nighttime. It's like, and I couldn't sleep. It was just the worst feeling ever. And then sophomore year, uh, one of my friends, we ran into someone we're renting movies, and th- this guy who knew everything about horror movies, he's like, oh, you guys should rent this one. And I'm like, dude, I don't like zombies. He's like, no, 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 trust me, it's funny. It's not even scary. So we go to his house, we watch this movie and it was hilarious. It was a, it's trying to be serious, but it was a hilarious, it was a city of the walking dead. No. Yeah. I believe that's what it's called. And, um, 
it, it just it took away my fear of zombies until Dawn of the Dead, Zack Snyder's, because then they could <laughs> run. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, and I remember at the end of the movie sitting there during the fucking credits, I'm like, oh, praying. I'm like, oh, don't make them run. Don't make fucking zombies come my life. He's like, before I could handle him, I could, at least I could run. But now with these motherfuckers, like, forget it. And yeah. And, and so I was always obsessed with zombies before the whole zombie craze and everything. Um, and then they got all big. So I became the zombie guy around my friends because they were like, hey, there's this new show. I'm like, yeah, Walking Dead. And I remember holding the first issue at Tower Records when it came out and looking at it because I thought it looked cool. But I was afraid to buy it because I was like, oh, you know, it has zombies. What you know? What if they come to life? So I put it back. But I regret that. I was like, fuck, I should have bought it. Issue one. Like, God damn it. But yeah, that's what, what that's for be- my zombies. <laughs> what would be your weapon of choice in a zombie apocalypse? Fuck. I mean, I that I mean obviously a shotgun or a gun, you know. <laughs> but if we have, if you're trying to like, you have no choice, like fucking at least you know try to get like a bat or something like that, you know. But if you have a choice, if you have the option of right there, fucking get the mystery box and have like a fucking shotgun with you, that'd be cool. Or or any form of gun <laughs> would be nice. But if you're at home. And right here, I'm like, well, fuck, maybe I'll use a microphone stand and try to smack him in the head. I don't know. <laughs> my actually, my, I like love horror movies. Growing up, I loved horror movies. But <laughs> Return of the Living Dead 1, like the first one was like, yeah. I was obsessed with that. And probably like four years ago, I shared that <laughs> with my husband. It's like, what is wrong with you? Like, this is such a bad <laughs> joke. And I'm like, I don't know why I love it so much. But Well, the scary scene about that movie that freaked me out, because I happened to see that scene as a kid, too, after the fact, is when there's like, I believe, an ambulance or the corner. I don't know. Yeah. There, and he turns on the, the headlights and you just see all the zombies standing outside and then one I think it's like a clown goes inside and gets him like that scared the shit out of me. That was fucking scary. Like, no lie. Like, come on. It's dark. I'm going to turn on the headlights, see some trees. No fucking the clown zombie. What the fuck? And get out. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's fucking scary. Like, I yeah, don't know. That, that, that's a scary scene. I was thinking maybe COVID was going to go that way when it first started. <laughs> uh, I'm like. I'm overweight, so if they if they're running, forget it. Fucking just eat me. Shit, I have no choice. <laughs> God, so funny. Next song for bringing me here, for showing me home, for singing these tears. Finally, I found the time. Depeche mode. Depeche mode. This is uh ah. Uh, all right, so like I mentioned, I didn't really date much in high school, but this, like, I had heartbreak, like, bad in the in in high school and in the early two thousands. Like, my heart was being ripped apart like crazy. And this one, like, I don't know why. Me and my buddy, we each had a song that, like, when we listened to it, it made us think of the of a girl, and we don't know why. Like, there's the lyrics don't represent anything for this girl, but. For me, it was this song, Home. His was uh, Everlong, Foo Fighters, for this one girl. He's like, I don't know why, but it makes me think of her. And this song, it made me think of this girl. And, like, this is one of the, like, I'm not, I don't know how to fucking talk to people. I know I'm talking now to you, (laughs) but let's just say 
I'm a single guy and I'm like out and about and you're checking me out. I'm not going to go up to you and talk to you being like, oh, hey, you know, she's clearly into me. Let me go say hi. Fuck that. Like, I'm, I don't know how I'm scared. I'm, I'm the guy that's behind the keyboard. I could easily be like, hey, you look pretty. But in person, I'm be like, I don't know what the fuck. Stay away. Like, I'm scared, you know, like that's how I've always been, you know, and and that's why like my my wife, she, you know, she makes fun of me because she's like, yeah, if we were, if we were out and about a party, like you wouldn't come talk to me. I'm like, no, I'll be scared. I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, so this girl, like she was, it was the beginning of the sophomore year. So my friends already joined, came about and I'm like, it was, it was an amazing time. And it was right at the beginning. And this girl kept checking me out. And I was just like, oh shit, she keeps looking at me, looking at me every, every day, that whole week looking at me. And her English class was the same period as my English class. So that first two weeks we spent in the library for some reason. And there she was checking me out. So at one point we're all hanging out and my buddy has a girlfriend and I'm like telling them like that girl, she keeps looking at me. He's like, all right, well, she's going to walk by right now. Don't look. I'm like, okay. And then she's checking me out. And his girl is like, dude, she's into you. Like, oh, she, she really likes you. So at one point, finally, I fucking get the courage where I go up to her and I tell her like, Hey, um, do you want to go talk after class? Like maybe, you don't want to go. She's like, yeah. And then she goes, I get all excited, all happy. Like, Oh shit. Like I was all, you know, and we go after, after school's over. Cause I was the last class we're sitting down and I had like, for some reason, some weird ass haircut where I was all bald, but I had bangs and she's like sitting on the bench, like playing with my hair and shit like that. My friends from afar, like, all right, like, you know, I'm happy. And, and like for that whole, like, uh, after that like two weeks we're talking and things seem amazing and i'm like yeah i'm gonna ask her to be my girlfriend and like i remember at one point i i go to walk her to a class and this one like senior goth guy he's like walking with her too like for but i was like whatever you know and then at another point at at the end of one of her classes he comes about so we're like all walking together just talking but at one point i was like ah, i'm gonna turn around and head back and he keeps walking with her i was like whatever fuck this and she call me from home like you know we'd be on the phone <clears throat> and then halloween's gonna roll around halloween shows up and that day i'm in costume like my friends are all in costume and i see her from afar holding hands with this guy and all my friends look at me like confused like what the fuck and i'm like i'm confused as much as you are like i don't know what the fuck just happened <laughs> like and i was like i thought i'm like yeah i thought that too like I'm like shocked. Like I'm thinking like we're about to be together and she's already holding hands. So I don't know. And it just like fucking destroyed the hell out of me. Like, like, dude, I was so heartbroken because it's like, I mean, I was let on big time, like horribly. And then the next thing you know, she's with this guy, like what the fuck? Like, yeah, it, it, it was just like, I remember I didn't talk to her until I believe I was almost going to graduate and we started talking again. Yeah, I don't know why, but and we started talking. And so like after graduation, I remember she kept calling me almost every other day about this guy because he was a horrible boyfriend. So literally her first words when she would call me, it's like, guess what happened this time? And I'd be there until one day I got so fucking tired because I'm like, dude, like I give you so much advice and every day and, and you don't you're not doing anything. You're just still with him. And you're going to call me to tell me like, oh, look at what he did. He fucking did this and that. And I'm just like, why? Like, fucking do something or like, don't call me anymore. Because I didn't want to be her shoulder to cry on. Like, like, what's the point of this? And I just got mad. And after that, she didn't talk to me. But 
it was just like you know in which i i, I feel kind of bad i should have maybe stuck around because years later i ran into her at a walmart oddly enough and we started talking and she tells me that he became very abusive and like kicked her and she went through like the a glass table and all this shit like it was bad i was like holy fuck and this was like after the fact we stopped talking that second time around so i was just like dude like she was like filling me in where it was leading to a a point where he was going to get abusive but i stopped talking to her right before that and i'm like fuck maybe i should just stuck around but i was like i don't know and it just i don't know it's just so weird but yeah, whenever I hear this song, it always makes me think of that fucking moment in sophomore year where I'm all happy, skipping, like, I'm going to have a girlfriend. And then I'm like, wait a minute, where, why is she holding his hand? Like, wait, why are they kissing? What's going on? You know, so fuck. it's just a sad day for Mr. fucking Santos here in high school. Well, I know I know you like Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a fun time. What's your your favorite Halloween costume you have worn? Um, shit. Well, as a kid, Dracula. I love vampires. I love Dracula. Even during the year, I'd be Dracula. Like, I'd have the teeth because the the grab bags in East LA, the, the, the ice cream man, they would sell grab bags and they would always have, like, the fake vampire teeth. So I love being a vampire. Uh, older, I would have to say, um, one of my favorites is just when uh, I would did Two-Face because I I did the whole makeup. Like, I, I, I created on me and stuff like that. And yeah. that was one of my favorites because that's when I actually had hair. So I was able to slick one side and then the other side's all fucked up and shit. So that was a cool um, uh, costume as an adult. I would have to say, you know, even though it's more of a cosplay that I played other times, but I like doing it was my hot Cholo cosplay. So, th- you know, so those are like my three favorites. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I love it. I watched that one episode that you guys are dressed in Halloween um, costumes. And I just thought it was hilarious. Wait, which one? um you guys were both dressed i i don't know how you were like charlie brown but not really charlie brown oh 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 yeah um but that was it but that was with like someone that looked like he was from the 70s right (laughs) yeah he looked like rich james yeah 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 i I was actually i was a guest on because he asked me he's like hey you want to be on this halloween episode dressed up oh (laughs) yeah so i was like oh yeah sure so i ended up going as cholo brown because that's another cosplay i've done you know yeah. when you have a bald head you your your options are eliminated uh, lim- limited like fucking Uncle it, was creative. it was super creative oh so, <laughs> yeah i loved it <laughs> right next song cranberry <laughs> so this is uh an apology to anybody i've ever worked on your wedding i did your wedding videos because i did that for a good portion of the 2000s where i did wedding videos i film weddings quinceanera sweet 16 stuff like that all the time um so whenever i do weddings i gotta find some music play some nice like happy music and I my dumbass doesn't pay attention to lyrics, honestly. Like I don't, unless you're like bands I love, like Depeche Mode, Smashing Pumpkins, Bjork, and shit like that. Other bands I hear the song and I'm like, oh, this is nice. So this song, I mean, you gotta you gotta think about it. 
in movies in tv they use this song as a love song right it's always used as a love song so i assume like linger oh i'm gonna use it a love song you know, fucking in the wedding you know and then i would even create chapters and menus and shit for the dvd and i would use this song a lot in almost every single wedding video that i would use and then it wasn't until my wife while we were when we were dating but my wife she points out to me that it's like you know linger is a fucking horrible like terrible bad song right like it's not love like there's even a part where it's like like she sees another her the guy holding hands with another girl and i was like wait what like what the fuck so i end up looking at the lyric like we play the song and i'm looking at the lyric while she's telling me and i'm like holy shit and she's like yeah and you know your wild horses song that you use on everybody else's fucking thing that one too i was like holy shit like yeah none of these songs are love i was like but every like how come no one ever told me that so every wedding video out there like fucking i'm giving them heartbreak songs and terrible of two-timing you know guy <laughs> I was like, oh shit, but they sound good. They sound very love. I mean, that movie with Adam Sandler, Click, that was like their first song that they fall in love with. I mean, they even come out, the Cranberries, like they're in, they're the band in the future. She's there singing. Um, but I thought it was a love song. So yeah, so if I have ever worked on your wedding video, I apologize, you know, fucking linger. Ah, sorry. <laughs> Hopefully you guys are together. If you're not, hey, hey, at least it worked out, right? You know, right. it makes sense now. Stop watching the wedding video. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> How long have you been married for? Well, for us, it was... <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, so we got married during COVID, right? <laughs> 2020. And then my buddy, because we couldn't do the whole thing. So my we had he was officiant, so he got us married. And we did it on September 12th. And it was exactly five years to the day that we made our relationship official. Well, he told us, hey, uh, just know this isn't 100% uh, by law. You guys have to go get everything done. Better, better. Like, yeah, I did the efficiency, but you have to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll go. We'll go. The time passed. It's only 10 days. And we're like, shit. <laughs> we're like, fuck, what do we do now? Like, we're now like, and everybody else thinks we're married, but legally we're not married. <laughs> so November 19th, we're like, hey, that weekend, you know, let's just. So we drove to Vegas. We went okay. to Vegas. And we, we got the whole thing. Like we, you know, uh, we took our two little ones and we were, we were in Vegas at the time. And what's funny about it is that while, while we got married, um, the, we went through a drive-thru. So we have my little one in the back watching his little coca melon while my wife is breastfeeding our other baby and the the guy he's uh officiating us in the in the what you call it like through the the drive-through mirror and and i have it filmed like right there so so yeah so we ended up doing that um it was um actually i think it was last year now now that i think about it yeah because if, if it's exactly from 2015 to 2020 that's no yeah it was 2020 because that's exactly five years right yeah so because it was five years to the day and then so that's how long we've been married. So, well, actually, I'm thinking of 2020 now, but obviously I'm bad with math. So <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite thing about your wife? She makes me laugh like nobody else. In, in some episodes, if you want to hear ones where she makes, just listen to the arachnophobia. I, did. One of, I did. I did. Oh, that one, like she makes me laugh. So much. I just posted a best of 
part two and she comes out in three segments and those three segments are actually one of my favorites from the year 2020 with her because she fucking makes me laugh like nobody else like that's what i love about her also she's very just like strong like an offer up she bought this whole place at jungle gym massive and i like we she lost the instructions when the, the person didn't have them so she, everything and i went to work and then i get home and it's all built and she did it herself I was like what the fuck like i tell her i'm like i posted about it. i'm like i'd never be able to do this shit i'm like ah fuck but you i'm like i'm the guy like oh we got a new tv i'll set it up i'll plug it in <laughs> you know like i'll do all the wiring and everything yeah. that gave the computer stuff but when it comes to everything else, like she's she's like a, a genius like i mean there's so much i love about it but the number one thing that we always point out is the the she makes me laugh like no one else and I love i'm it. like dying laughing with her at times where i can't but i mean like i said you'll there's episodes where you're here and if you want to know what i'm talking about like i said for anybody else arachnophobia episode you hear how much i'm laughing with her because of the stuff she says and you have two kids yes well actually we have uh four kids three on earth one in heaven um i have a one stepson and then two little ones one's a one year three year old and then the other one he just turned 12. wow so what is one thing your kids have taught you one thing that they have taught me i mean <laughs> i'll do it just for sake of comedy where <laughs> 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 you probably heard this too when growing up we're like oh you know i want mcdonald's <laughs> mcdonald's I, we have food at home <laughs> you realize you turn into your parents as an because <laughs> my, my son was like hey can we go to um go get uh mcdonald's or pizza or whatever i'm like no we have food at the house and then i realized fuck i just turned into my mom <laughs> It's yeah so it's one of those or you be you realize like um because I, I i work at a dispensary so i i deliver weed and everything and um it's you know it's legal and every now and then, like i have i have some so you know I'll, I'll partake every random now and again and stuff like that but to my son i'm gonna be like hey no nah, you know that's bad that yeah. you shouldn't don't uh-uh <laughs> and then i say yeah i deliver uh medical stuff you know so it's just kind of funny that we're like yeah so if anything like like i said for the sake of comedy what i learned is is that but to be uh honest like the, just to do the real quick serious note like like you realize that you will do anything for your kids like you will like you would doesn't matter what it is you would try to do whatever you could for your kids especially if they're sad you want to make them happy in any way possible but it's just like you want to just give them the world and that's one thing i've learned about being a dad. Yeah, I love it. I'm gonna skip ahead. Kind of just be a nice way to segue into obviously what you were talking about family and kids and what they've taught you. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna get you're gonna get the the emotional side of me on this one because um the uh, my in 20 like i said 2015 is when we made it official we became a family like and and i'm like even though i have a stepson i see him as my own and like it was just the three of us and and during the 2016 year my wife gets pregnant and we were cosplayers we we 
we became viral. Like, oh, we, we're a meme. We're actually a meme. If you just put Mexican Star Wars in Google, you're going to see our images pop up. And like our cosplay became huge, especially when we added more people. Like there's two different versions of it. And like, so we were in the public eye and and everybody knew us as Han Cholo, Princess Loca and Arturito. And when she got pregnant and we made the announcement, the number one question we would constantly get asked is what's your what's your kid you know your your kids cosplay gonna be what is it and like everybody kept asking like well you know it's trying to think of ewok whatever you know at the time and and even at that point like bb8 they the new star wars already come out and stuff like that so um <clears throat> uh as time went on i started working on uh the gender reveal for everybody. So I started working on this video where it's the greatest uh, duels in, in geek fandom history. So you get like Batman and Robin and stuff like that. Um, so it's like, I'm going to do that, sh you know, Shaggy and Scooby and all that. It's going to show all these different characters and then boom, it's going to show my son, which I had drawings done up where it's like of, of Arturitu. And then I was going to have of our son that was going to reveal the sex and it was going to be for Luke and he was going to be it's BB-8, but for in, in Spanish should be Bebe Ocho. So it's going to show those two because it's also going to reveal his cosplay. And so I'm I'm working on that and I I'm at school. I, I, I'm starting first quarter and everything. And that morning I'm in class and I receive a call from my wife. And she tells me she's rushing to the hospital and she's saying there's a lot of blood and everything. And I was like, holy shit. So I end up like, I just tell the professor, I got to go. Like, I don't care what you do. You want to drop me. I don't give a shit. I'm fucking taking off. I, I take off. I drive. And I remember I call, um, you know, one of my ex best friends who was one of my previous co-hosts for 88. You know, we had a whole uh, falling out and everything, but at that time we were still close. I called him and I'm like, dude, like, and he was like a pastor. So I told him like, just to pray for me and shit. Like, please like, like make this happen. Cause that was one thing I always wanted as, as that, to have kids. And, you know, that's one thing I didn't have from my previous marriage. And I like out of my, the craziness, I drive to the wrong fucking hospital. Like I'm over there searching everywhere. And I may realize like, what the fuck? I'm on the wrong one. So I leave like, like a dumbass. Like, then I finally get there and I'm there and they basically tell us like, she lost too much of the, the, the fluid, the am amniotic. I can't say the yeah. word, but amniotic. yeah. And that he's not going to survive at all. Like, and it was at she was at 17 weeks going on already eight, eight going to hit the 18 weeks. And then that's when they said that, well, what we're going to do is we're going to do a force because uh, you didn't, I get the, the way what they said, oh, you, well, you didn't pass him. You're just going to take these pills and it's going to force you to go on the labor. So there we are waiting for, for it to happen. And uh, like I was getting a playlist and music ready because I wanted to play like songs for my kid. And one of the songs was the across the universe from the rock of my baby. The, they have a Beatles album. And when my kid, you know, when he was born, they told us he's going to be born dead. And like, that's it. He's just, when he was born, he, he was actually born alive. 
because when he when he when she gave birth to him they they got him and they put him like on the side on this like little table thing and they're tending to her and i'm just there watching him because they just think he's dead like fucking just leave him whatever so i'm over there with him and i see him gasping like breathing and i call tell the nurses like the fuck he's breathing and they they're shocked that they're shocked that he's alive so then um he actually stayed with us for two hours Mm -hmm. so he got to experience for two hours the greatest love a parent could give to their kid for that moment but knowing i can't do shit for you know like i said you you want to give the world to your kids you want to do whatever you can and at that moment i couldn't do anything and um it just sucked because like i i had all this music ready for him to play for him and that being one of the songs across the universe but now it's like now i'm not gonna have this song for him you know and um I, I didn't end up getting to finish that video, but that image to show to the world, you know, Luke Samuel Medrano, that was his full name. We ended up using that as the announcement for his funeral. So the image that we have in which it's probably hard to see, but he's right there. Oh, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Kind of comes off blurry a bit. So here, here we go. There we go. That's better. I'll send you an image. Yeah, um, I love that. But that was it, baby, you know, that was just his costume. I got him on my arm so I could always look down and see him, you know, but he's always with us. His heartbeat, we have it recorded in a bear. Uh, like we went to build a bear and we added the, the heartbeat recording into the bear. So wow. our, each of our kids have, have, have hugged him. Like, like my, my son who's 12 still, he'll lay sometimes he'll sleep in the, in the living room and he'll lay with the bear, you know? Wow. Uh, uh, but yeah, like, at the at the funeral you know we didn't want it to be all quiet so i played i played this song uh across the universe the rockabye baby there's two versions uh for it but the version you played it's it's the the cd covers um yellow where there's another one it's blue but this is the main one and like we played two songs during that service was this one and another rockabye baby because i love the pumpkins and it was today so oh, I wanted I love to, that song. And you know, and that this is where I, I remember I mentioned how like you don't pay attention to lyrics and shit like that. But when it came to the pumpkins, I did. Yeah. I knew that. And I remember seeing from interviews where he talked about today is not about like the greatest day I've ever known. It's he's being sarcastic. It's the worst day of his fucking life. And that's why I felt like that song fit so perfectly too. Was you know, I just I wanted to give you one, but I omitted that one. But that I, that was another one I was thinking of, but I felt across the universe was really truly because of the first one because today yeah. came after the fact, you know, and it was because it was the fucking worst day. And like, no lie, like within the week when already we're going to have his funeral, um, someone on the freeway drove straight across the freeway and I crashed into them and they caused a big old accident. And my, to- my car got totaled. So while trying to get everything set for a funeral, I'm having to deal with the fucking car crash and losing my car that I had already paid off. Like, and it was just a terrible time. And then my job, like 
not giving me hours. So I was losing, like I, I called out, I'm like, I can't work in this and that. Not realizing I have sick days. They didn't offer like, hey, you want to just use your sick days? They didn't say shit. So there I am struggling when I get my paycheck and after learning a year later, like, oh yeah, you had, you had sick days this whole time. Like you should have just used them. Like the fuck you don't want you to tell me? Like, I didn't know. Like, yeah, it's just a fucking terrible time. So like I said, like, it's just, that that's where it is. Like across the universe, it's that, that song. And to this day, we, that's, that represent for our son. We got, we, we have his ashes and we, um, they gave us a blanket that, holding in my son like i'll actually send you um uh a link to my whole story because I, I needed to open up because at that time because my family became my 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 engulfed in my life so like i really wasn't hanging out with friends talking to other people and stuff like that so they became my life so at that point i wanted to open up to people and like so i ended up posting something where i just shared my story in which a lot of people did contact me and they went through the same stuff in which literally no lie because i was on an an interview episode with another podcast last week someone just contacted me and they're like hey um i just lost my kid he just passed away and like I, how how did you handle like what do you you know and he just asked me questions i was like shit and that that's that's why like i've always shared his story because yeah. i felt alone you know, like, uh, of course, my wife, we're going through this. But what I'm saying is, like, as a man, you're always told, no, you know, you don't have time to be sad. Like, you need to be strong. You have to be yeah. strong for your. And it's just kind of like, like, I want to I like I'm sad, too. Like, like, and it just drove me crazy because that's what I kept getting told. But then I started finding all these other men who went through my situation. I I, I just got in close friendship with them, you know. And um, but yeah, like, it's uh. It, the the oh, what I was trying to say was the they gave us a blanket and we were holding them with it and then after the fact we took the blanket my wife she's very like freaking creative a lot of the cosplays that she's built like it's all her and she sewed a bear so his ashes are in the bear and we have it like in in our house so everything we have like an ofrenda like we have that uh, every day one hundred percent of the time we have it up for a memory that's why Coco was was a hard watch um the pixar's uh inside out the whole um bing bong scene oh it just gets to me because yeah. you know we, we that used to be a thing that you know take you know take us to the we love you to the moon and back and when he says take her to the moon for me like we just pictured that's you know bing bong is taking luke up to heaven so yeah. our kids we have the the middle name we have my my one who's my, my kid who's three years old his name is Milo, Milo Luke. And then my other son, who's Remy, who's one years old, is Remy Samuel. So they were able to, we have like as a, you know, his Luke's yeah. name is there with our boys. Legacy so, goes on, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I knew I was like, I, I, I was going to get all like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like, okay. I feel like the tragedy yeah. brings light, right? The more that we can share and talk about it and be vulnerable about it, um, I think it heals us and it heals others. So I'm so grateful that you you shared the story because I love music junkies because I do want stories like this because this is yeah. impactful, right? It's not just about going and partying and getting drunk and doing all this stuff. And this song reminds me of, you know, getting in a fight and all this stuff. That's all fine. 
Yeah. But mute, like you said, even in the beginning, music brings you back to that certain thing that's going on in your life. And there are songs, you know, if I went through tragedy, there are songs that I'm like, not today, not fucking listening to that today. Yeah. Right. So it's, I, I appreciate you opening up and, and sharing with our audience. Oh. So I'm going to like pick it up a notch. See, I am Wonder Mike and I like to say hello. To the black, to the white, the red, and the brown, the purple, and yellow. But first, I gotta bang, bang, the boogie to the boogie. Say, oh, you haven't heard that song forever. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I missed that song. Oh my God. <sighs> so like, you know, to, from the, the down to the, uh, the crazy <laughs> up. Yeah. Cause it's, it's a full 180 with this song. Fuck man. This song. I, I hate it. I hate it. Not, no, I mean, it's a great song. Yeah. No lie. I, it's a great song. I'm not, I'm not knocking the actual song i hate it for the memory i get that's why and fuck it's one of the worst it's the party from hell so my ex-wife was hosting a party for one of her friends they were gonna go out roller skating and shit like i didn't end up going um because i had like pre-obligations or some shit i was i don't remember what the fuck i was doing um but when i came home they had just gotten to the to our apartment and there she is with all all the girls and there's one other guy and so fuck all right so i'm tired like at this point like I, i'm like fuck but now there's all these people in our fucking house i gotta host them well my ex-wife overdrank she fucking overdrank and we had one party this this apartment was made for one it's like a bachelor uh, apartment where so it's just for one person right but we both live there so there's one bathroom it's a fucking not a big place and guess what the bathroom's constantly being occupied and at one point you know we're in the fucking in the in the bedroom and she starts telling me like she needs to she needs to throw up and there she is like covering her her mouth with her hand just starting to spew out and i'm like looking everywhere and there's like a, a half of like a cardboard box and then whatever's on there i fucking threw it and i just put it there and she just threw up all on it and and at that point laid on the floor and fucking passed out so i'm like great now here i am at this fucking party having to deal with this shit and there was like a whole fucking love triangle there so the one guy that was there was all in love with this one girl who had no interest in him, but she was all in love with this other girl who whose birthday party it was. But she was all crazy about some other girl who was there. So because of that, the 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 one girl, um, not the party host, so she was getting jealous because the party girl that she was all crazy in love with was so up on someone else that at one point she goes to the fucking kitchen. She's mad and she punches the fucking stove hard, like fucking hard. Mm. Holy shit. In which later on we found out because it started smelling kind of weird in the house. She turned the pilot light off on one of them. Yeah. So the whole time there's just fucking gas going into the house because fucking she did that shit. So she goes, she goes to the room. And she fucking just knocks out crying on the bed. Why ex-wife is laying on the floor, fucking just us knocked out of sleep next to a box full of fucking vomit that and I'm just like shit. So then I then I'm over there and then I'm just having to tend to all these girls and this one guy while they're fucking drunk, getting kind of rowdy. They didn't break anything, but then 
at some point we had like a little karaoke machine guess what this song fucking pops up <laughs> and the guy he starts singing it all cool thinking like yeah like fucking look at me and i'm just there like fuck do you like please go home <clears throat> and i wish they would have fucking went home like right away like i i don't know why looking back it had been like just turned off the music i'm like all right hey she, she's knocked out you guys gotta go but i don't know i just i didn't want to be an asshole you know i wanted i didn't want her to look bad in which fucking she already threw up and shit <laughs> so there i am just watching like everybody and then like you know some girls like they're over there and that one girl and this guy being all sad and he sees me thinking like i'm gonna be but in reality i'm like i don't give a fuck dude like like you're you, you know i don't know who you are like fuck this like i just want you to leave like but he's all sad because all the girls are all you know basically hooking up with each other and he's the one lonely guy like and i'm like what the fuck i'm like i don't care bro like i don't care you're sad like i want you guys to fucking leave like yeah that's a bad party here. if you go party with a bunch of girls and they all want to make out with each other and they're not lesbians <laughs> It's a yeah. bad sign for the guy. Well, mo- I mean, they, they, most of them were actually like the most of the, um, the main girl, she was a lesbian. And, um, but like I said, I'm all for him. He, he thought he had a chance in some way and he thought I'd give him sympathy in reality. I was just like, everybody get the fuck out of my house. And I don't remember what time they left. I just knew the next day I was so upset. Cause I was like, dude, like, you went over there all sick, overdrank, and I had the fucking tent to your party. Like, that's what bad. the fuck? Yeah. I so that's why. <laughs> I want to ask you some movie questions just to go along with your podcast. Here. Okay. All right. Best movie to watch at the drive-in. Best movie to watch at the drive-in? Shit. Uh, as long as there's no dark scenes. Actually, it has to be a movie that's bright during the day. Um, I can't think of which movie would be great to watch, but I hate going to the drive-in if there's night scenes in films because you can't fucking see shit. Yeah. So if there's any night scenes in movies or the movie takes place a horror film, don't don't waste your money, don't waste your time. Fucking go see you know if it's a summer film, fucking surfing in the beach, go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Go see that shit. Fucking I don't know, Back to the Beach or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) What movie have you seen more than ten times? Shit, that's a lot. But I'll give I'll give you two favorite film of all time, Shawshank Redemption. I don't know how many times I've seen that movie, but that's my favorite film of all time. Favorite '80s movie of all time, Purple Rain. Purple Rain. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, it's it's a toss up. You might people might think like, oh, it's Back to the Future, of course, '88 Miles. No, it's actually Monster Squad. I love Monster Squad. Yeah. But Back to the Future is like right there, right on its tail. Just fucking like poking at it. Like, hey, what about me? You know, fucking Marty McFly. But yeah, like those, those are the three films that I love. They're, they're just so fucking great. They're great movies. Favorite snack to eat while you're watching a movie? Ooh, popcorn. I just love the, yeah. I just love popcorn. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good because it's the one thing that isn't going to really mess up because I can't do the ice cream and I'm not a fan <laughs> of chocolate and. Yeah. So it's like, you know, give me, give me some popcorn when I'm at, at the theater. If I'm at home, chips and dip, you know, yeah. <laughs> the sour cream with the green onion. Dip yeah. make- oh, that's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> that's at the house. But yeah, at the theater, <laughs> some popcorn. Yeah. You know. I love it. Well, th- thank you so much, Sandos, for joining us on Music Junkies today. But I have a couple of questions before I let you go. Yeah. One, I want you to let our audience know where to find you, where to stalk you. If you can just uh, share a couple minutes. <sighs> Yeah. Um, 
So for both podcasts, we have the 88 miles per hour podcast. That's the podcast where me and my buddy, Freddie Morales, we hop into our DeLorean, travel back in time to talk about movies, music, and memories from our past. And we do focus on one film, but we tell a lot of life stories. And it, that one is, you can find us both on, app, any, basically anywhere you listen to po uh, podcasts, you can find us there. Uh, same with the Brothers Bear podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, that's one that I do with my little brother. And that's more of a nostalgia podcast so we're not focusing on one film we're just talking about nostalgia but also being parents now because time has changed so now we, we are both parents so we relate to stuff like that but we talk about like we recently did an episode where our years of growing up watching wrestling we've also done a pixar episode where we just talked about pixar films um but it's a, it's a comedy podcast so it's very very just us being funny actually except the pixar episode i actually that one does get serious um because we talk about the bing bong thing, like I mentioned earlier. Um, so yeah, anywhere uh, you want to talk to me, uh, Instagram is the best way to reach us. Forget Facebook. We're not even on there anymore. Fuck that. So Instagram, it's a uh, brother's bear podcast, Instagram or 88 MPH podcast on Instagram on Twitter. It's 88 MPH pod. And then I do have the brother's bear, uh, uh, tweet whatever fucking i can't think of twitter but i can't think of the name of what i use it as i think it might be brothers bear pod yeah it is brothers bear pod um but i'm more on the 88 version so you want to reach us there and if you want to see some skits based on the character that i do of han cholo you could find me on tiktok uh there's a lot of just comedy skits that i did with my character where i do interviews with people where i'm i'm, I'm thinking i'm meeting a certain celebrity in reality they're not that celebrity like for instance i thought i was interviewing doc uh freaking was it doc brown or whatever but he was actually uh rick from rick and morty so you know and that's on tiktok uh it's han cholo 2015 uh other than that yeah that's 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 the best way you could find us reach us uh is at tiktok instagram and any anywhere you listen to podcasts i love it so leave us with some words of wisdom with all your adversity that you went through in life so far oh shit um wait repeat the question I'd like you to leave us with some words of wisdom from all the adversity you went through in life so far don't be afraid to feel sad or let go of things because there are certain things that you should always hold to you but if something makes you sad be okay be feel free to cry something makes you happy be okay to laugh to be to to be happy um so one thing I've learned about losing my son is like, you know, there's, there's no harm. If like, if there's a moment where something brings you joy, go ahead, man, fucking let it bring you that joy of something that makes you sad. Don't be afraid to just fucking cry and be sad. Like it's okay to hurt and it's okay to be happy. Um, just fucking experience because you don't know what could happen, man. I mean, just by fucking a few seconds, I, I could have died in that car crash, you know? And, and it's, so it's just, one of those things where live like is like life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop around to stop to take a look around, right? It, fuck. I don't know. The Ferris Bueller line I was about to say, but I can't remember right now. Cause I thought I, I heard like a voice right now sounding outside. I sound like my kid, but I was like, what the fuck? Like, why is he outside? But he's actually upstairs. It's but, it, zombie. Ah. but it's the way it sounds. I was like, holy shit. But yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining on, joining us on music junkies, like follow, subscribe, 
I am going to give um, obviously all of your handlers out there for they can like follow and subscribe and stalk you as well. So I appreciate awesome. you being on the show today. I had so much fun. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. It was it was great, man. I loved it. Yeah, I had a blast. I had a blast. Right. Thanks for listening today. Hope you enjoyed the show. New episodes out every Monday. Please share with a friend and subscribe because you want to. And like me because you like me. Leave a comment so we can connect. And if you have a great playlist and you want to share, I'd love to have you on the show. Please reach out to me on Instagram at the Music Junkies Podcast.